out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing. There is a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make sense. Hi everyone. Today I speak with my new friend Siobhan. I've never heard of crystal healing until I had my first contact with Siobhan about a year ago. I must be honest, it did tickle my interest, but I cannot say I was committed to learn more about it. It sounded a little bit out there for me. Then I started attending the Men of Heart group and got to learn more about emotional vibrations. My interest in crystal vibrations and thus crystal healing got tweaked. I put a link to Men of Heart Facebook group in the write-up to this podcast if you're interested in learning more about that. It is for men only. It's a group that helps men to get in touch with their emotions, something I am very passionate about. I immediately contacted Siobhan again to arrange this conversation. She agreed to chat to us a long time ago, but we live quite far away from each other, so we never got to see each other to make the recording happen. It was only due to lockdown and technology that we could make the chat happen. I hope you find the chat and the topic interesting. This podcast is supported by The First Layer, the 12-step workbook on working through the 12 steps in any addiction in 21 sessions. There's also a 24-day step coaching and counseling program available based on The First Layer. For more information in this regard, go to www.freddy.org.za and click through from the notices at the right of the homepage. Please also look out for information on my new book, Life for Non, a 12-step guide to life for non-addicts. You can find it by following the link from the right of my homepage. It costs 300 rand without postage. Order from me in my shop at www.freddyshop.co.za. That is F-R-E-D-D-I-E shop. This is Siobhan's story. Sit back, relax and enjoy. As I said, I've got no questions. But the first question is going to be, how the hell do I pronounce your name? Everybody asks me that. Um, so you pronounce my name, Siobhan. And over the years, because so many people struggle with it, I've actually I always introdu- introduced myself as Siobhan, but you can call me V because most people do and it's just easier v. to remember. Okay. But yeah. your spelling of your name is S-I-O-B-H-A-N. So the B-H <laughs> is pronounced as a V, Siobhan. As a V. Amazing. Yeah, because it's, it's Irish. Okay. Okay. So, Siobhan, <laughs> welcome to Meet Me in the Field. It is awesome to have you here. I asked you a long Thank time ago to be me. a guest and you agreed. And eventually, I decided suddenly kind of, oh, my God, everybody is too busy or, or, or I'm not going to get to them. Now's the perfect time to, to do this podcast because people are at home and I have managed to, to fix the sound quality on Skype and Zoom, so let's let's do it. So I'm so glad and grateful to have you here. Are you a Cape Town girl? I'm happy to be here. <laughs> awesome. Um, I'm not actually a I'm not actually a Cape Town girl. I was born in Secunda in Mapumalanga, and we moved down to the West Coast in oh gosh, '97. So, yeah, we've been living in and around the West Coast since, okay. gosh, what's 97? That's three, like 13 years. And my math is really bad. 20, I don't have 23 a years, but, yeah. So yeah, there we go. Time, yeah. And how old are you now? 32 this okay, year. Okay, so you're I think still, 32, yeah. You're still a baby. I'm old enough to be your father. 
So, yeah, and, I'm still young, young and jokarach. Does hey, does hey. <laughs> and you said that you that you've got Irish, or you've got an Irish name. Is there Irish blood in the family? Yeah. Okay. I have no idea. Um, I think there is. If I oh gosh, because a lot of our family is scattered, so it's always been really difficult to kind of work out exactly where our roots are. Um, so I'm not really sure if we actually have Irish blood, but I mean, if you meet me in real life, I'm whiter than a piece of paper. So maybe <laughs> I don't. So the girl lives on a farm in the West Coast and she's whiter than a piece of paper. What the hell? That, that, that doesn't make sense. I don't know. You I, should, I don't even a... know what I'm doing in South Africa half the time because I'm so white and I'm like, oh, people are tanned. It's not fair. What about me? Absolutely. And are you actually, did you grow up Afrikaans? No, actually, I'm English. Okay. Um, I, but, I can speak Afrikaans, not fantastically. Okay. Um, kids and kids and I, or kids, my, my partner and I have like this long-standing joke. If it wasn't for him, because he's incredibly fluent in Afrikaans, I wouldn't have passed Afrikaans in matric if it wasn't for him. Have you um, been together since so then? That is, uh, yeah, since basically since since I was matric. Oh my God! So you you with your high school sweetheart, but am I now confused? Because your surname is Muller and he's as well, or do you just use his surname? Yeah, I just took on his surname oh, because cool. we've been together for so long. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's basically like yeah. we're married, just no paper. Yeah, I should have taken my husband's surname as well because I am Johannes Friedrich Joshua Janssen van Rensburg. So I could have been held in Oh my gosh, that's a long one. <laughs> it's insane. It's completely, completely insane. <laughs> so did you grow up religiously with some form of religion or with, with some form of spirituality in your, in, your, in your house? When I was younger, no. My parents were always very open. They said, you know, whatever you want to follow, whatever you want to do, go forth and do it. Okay. Um, so <laughs> we never went to church or anything like that. However, I did grow up incredibly religious. I was very, very Christian. You know, I read my Bible. Um, I did go to church. And, and that was a decision you made yourself? My, yes. Okay. Yes, it was a decision I made myself. And... In my late teens, I actually wanted to become a pastor. Oh, my word. Yeah. So, the, I don't want to say religion because I, I'm not a fan of the word religion, but I've always had a very, very deep spiritual connection to source since I okay. was small. Even when I was younger, this is slightly off the topic, I used to read tarot cards for my mom. Okay. And it used to confuse it used to confuse my family because I was really Christian, but on the other hand, I would also read tarot cards, and it, it was it would wouldn't this funny table dialogue. Yes, man. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and 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 you you um what's the word I'm looking for? You you would kind of comfortably move between between these these realities, yes. if if I can call it that way, because they they different things for you, but they represent a, a, a sense it, of spirit. Am I correct? It does. To, to me, to me, it was it was always one thing. Um, I've I've never worked with cards to kind of predict the future or anything like that. I don't believe cards can do that anyway. Um, so for me, everything that I did, you know, whether it was 
praying or reading the Bible or reading about different religions or working with cards. To me, it was to me it was one thing. Okay. And as I obviously grew older and went out into the world, you know, then you kind of learn, uh, no, 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 no. But tarot cards is something different. Reading your Bible is something different. And actually, when I was younger, that brought up a lot of chaos for me because I could not understand why it had to be this block, this block, this yeah. block. Because to me, it was just all one thing okay. anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing how how the human the, the human being has a need to to put things in boxes. To have something in a box, yes, it makes them feel safe. So, so if something's not not mm. in, in a box, then you're freaking them out, and 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 then they don't feel safe yes. with with you. So they force you to put something in a box where you kind of I don't want it in this box. It doesn't make sense to to have it there. And so you you basically exactly. forced to to conform to something that that you don't actually believe in. Very much so, and. So, I was just going to say it was it was that compartmentalization yeah. that actually just brought up a lot of confusion when I was growing up for myself. Awesome, I can imagine. So, what happened for you after school? Um, I don't know. You know, after I left school, I kind of stopped going to church, but I still remained very close in my relationship to to God or to yeah. source then. Um, and obviously, you know, you got out of that world. I, I started studying and kind of religion sort of took then a step back. Yeah. Um, and I actually went into, I started studying counseling and then obviously I got my first job. And yeah, that, that is basically what, what happened after I left school. I always remained very close to, you know, yeah. my spirituality, okay. but it was never as... I'm going to church type thing. As fanatic. It started becoming of, more open. Okay, yeah. cool. You know, something I forgot to ask in the beginning is, can you remember how we got to know of each other? <laughs> was, it, was it through Lynn? I'm pretty sure it was through <laughs> Lynn, Freddie. I'm pretty sure that she had posted about the, the, the 12 Steps book, and I was like, Oh, that is so interesting. Tell me more. And then I, I remember she asked you and that's if how, the book was available on yeah. Amazon. Yeah. And then I just kind of just started following you or you started okay, following me. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so, great. I'm going to follow you now. So, yeah. yeah. And that's how we, okay, cool. So it was through Lynn because I've tried to remember earlier today. I know I've, I've, I've known you or known about you for a while, but I, I couldn't figure, I couldn't remember where. <laughs> so, I guess I said it was through Lynn. <laughs> I'm pretty and, sure it was from Lynn. Yeah. Yeah. And what type of counseling did you, did you study? Or, 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 or why counseling? Or how counseling? Or tell me more about this counseling studies. So when I was younger, this was when I was like 17, 18, my parents got divorced. And that took a massive toll on me. You know, I didn't understand it. It was really difficult to process and you know all that stuff and it, it was a bit of a messy divorce between the two of them okay and i sat down the one day and i woke up and i was like i think i want to study counseling and i want to help people who have been in a similar situation okay. as i have you know as as younger younger adults so that was how the counseling story started and i i all the the how would you say the modules that i took was based on you know family and relationships, okay. um, that type of thing. Yeah. And where, where, did, where did you study through? 
I actually did that through Intech. Okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah. I just heard a dog going crazy in the background. How many dogs do you have? Yeah. I'm sorry. That, no, <laughs> that cool. was actually the little one. That's, that's tequila. So then you studied counseling and did you ever work as a counselor? I didn't. I tried to find work here that was more based, you know, in terms of family and relationship, but I couldn't find anything mm. at that stage. Everything that I could find was more based on, um, you know, like trauma-based. Um, and I think if I remember correctly, they, I did reach out to someone, but they had told me it was more related on like working with drug addicts and stuff okay. like that. Um, so that that started also going on the back. Um, okay. I couldn't find what I was looking for. And I think it was maybe a year or two after I finished, I started my first job and my first job then was actually working for a construction company uh, okay. like as a receptionist. Okay. Yeah. So, so then it is just to just, just take what you can get. And today you, yeah. you work with crystals. That's how, right. Today, how, did, um, how did that happen? Take, take us on the crystal journey. <laughs> Okay, so now you've heard my first job, I worked for a construction company and I was, at that stage, I was also a nail art blogger and a nail I wanted art to work... blogger. Blogger. Okay. Yeah. Right. I was heavy, I was heavy into that. I love my creativity. And while I was working there, I was like, oh, you know what? It would be so great to work for a company that is somewhere based in nails or something like that. Yeah. And one of the companies or one of the major online retailers at that stage was Nail Candy. And I was very lucky and very fortunate enough. I got involved, I think, with um, almost like a blogger takeover that they did. And as I was talking to the owner, she had come out and she said, well, they were moving to the West Coast. Oh. And... Yeah, so then, you know, that all unraveled and I started working for them and I was with them for, I think, maybe about a year. Um, so what were they now, a nail studio? Or? So Nail Candy was then at that stage, okay, Nail Candy is no longer in operation, okay. but then they were, they sold like nail art, nail accessories, oh. nail okay. jewels, that type of thing. Okay. So it was an online store that um, okay. specialized in nail, nail goodies. Cool. Right. Yeah. Um, and one day I had a particularly bad day at work and where I was working for their shop, they, they were in Langebon and I had so badly wanted to go to the crystal shop there and I obviously didn't have a license. I didn't have a car and I never had obviously the chance to go there. And at that stage, that on that bad day, I had had my license. I'd just gotten it recently cool. and I was like, you know what? Today I am going to go to the crystal shop and I got in my car. I left for work. I think we finished early on that Friday. And I went to the crystal shop, and that is where my whole story began. And why the um, crystal shop? Were you just always intrigued by crystals, by the crystal shop? By what, what was it about I the was, crystal shop that, was, that fascinated you? 
I was just so intrigued and I always wanted to go. And when I was younger, my granddad used to have that um, CNA subscription where every month you get a your, your, your booklet and you got a little crystal with it. Yes, okay. So it's not like I was deeply into that. But I had always had this fascination and since being, you know, working in Lullabar and I knew about the crystal shop and I was like, oh, I just want to go. I just want to see what it's like. Oh, um, cool. You know, it's something different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I, I ended up going there and that was basically, I don't know, the, the start of, of everything for me because that's that was really where I started to change my life or where okay. I started to change. Yeah. I don't know. The crystals changed me or what it was, but it yeah. was, that was the, the catalyst. And today you, 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 you call yourself a, a crystal healer. Am I correct? Yes, I do. I is am a certified is, crystal is, is healer. Is that something you study? Obviously. Yes, I tell did. Me, I did. Me, I studied. Tell me about that process. So... All right, so now you've heard the story of where I was working for Nail Candy. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I want to ask you about those. That's why I leaned, leaned over to get them. So you heard the story. I had the bad day and I went to the crystal shop. Shortly after that, I did leave my job at Nail Candy. I started working for a local guest house. Um, in the interim or during that time, um, the owner of the crystal shop, um, from Gaia Crystals in Langabon. Um, she had this three-day retreat type of thing. And, you know, one day I went to the crystal shop because obviously I'm very fascinated by the shop. I'm now stalking them on social media. I'm, I'm reading about it. I just want I want to become a crystal at the rate I'm going. <laughs> and uh, going to change your name. She, she ended up... <laughs> yeah. Sorry, just change it. It's going everything. And she ended up telling me about this retreat and I was like, oh, I've got to go because, yeah, she's talking about crystal healing. I must know oh. more. And, um, yes, I ended up going to the retreat, which was absolutely amazing. It was eye-opening to myself and how I was as a person. Um, you know, I, as I said, I went just because I saw she was going to – one of the chapters or one of the topics on the day was going to be crystal healing. Yeah. And I got so much more out of it. Oh, cool. And I think it was it was from that retreat I just decided, you know what, I want to study this. I want to know more. Okay. Um, and, and at that stage when I started researching it, um, there wasn't a lot of places that were offering it or I wasn't looking in the right places. I, I don't know. Um, but I did find someone. Um, she is based in Ruedepoort. Okay. Oh, that's really so close to where I grew I, up. So I think I think I had family that was living there at a stage as well, was quite oh, funny mood. enough. <laughs> um, so I did that with her and some of the resources that she gave with the class material was from a school called the Love and Light School. Ah. And obviously going through these resources, I was like, oh, this is so nice. And I went to go look them up and I was like, I found out that they're actually a school. It's a school based in America. And I was like, I want to study with this school one day. I'm oh. going to do it. And at that stage now, I was working at a guest house in Saldana. And one day, 
I got an email because I was subscribed to the newsletter for the Love and Light School. And she was talking about enrollments for the, for, the, for the program. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I so wish I could. And I ended up hitting reply and I was typing to – I didn't even know if it was going to go to anybody who was going to read it. I didn't know. I ended up writing, you know, I would so love to study with you guys and I've been following you for so, so long already and I'm such a fan and thank you so much for putting out all the amazing information that you do and I always look forward to your newsletters. And, yeah, they emailed me back and they said, well, we offer a select few some scholarships. Can we offer you one? Oh and I was God. like, no, no, this cannot, yeah. this cannot even be true. And... Um, I read that email. I can't even over and over and over to make sure. <laughs> I I still sometimes don't believe that I got that email. Yeah. And I, I I remember I emailed them back and I said to them, "Are you sure? Are you did like do you was this like an automated response that came yeah. to me? Like, <laughs> am I supposed to get this reply?" And she was like, "Yeah, no, really. Um, if you would really like to, we'd love to enroll you." And that's how I started my journey with the oh Love and Light word. School. And I oh, did, awesome. I did my, my CCH with them, which is the Certified Crystal Healing um, Certification. I did that with them. Um, yeah, Ashley, who is the owner and the teacher for the Love and Light School, is still someone who is very, very prominent in my life. And gosh yeah the amount of knowledge that that woman has and that she offers the world is there's no price on it there's no words to even describe oh, cool. it um so awesome. that is how i started studying okay cool so i'm going to 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 to, to talk <laughs> i attended i attended the men's group on tuesday nights in the first night in this mm -hmm. men's group, the, 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 the facilitator gave a talk about the fact that emotions um, uh, vibrate at different frequencies. Now, mm -hmm. am I correct if I say that crystals also vibrate at different frequencies? Yes. Okay. So every single crystal different. Uh, vibrates at a different frequency. Um, I, I can't tell you now if like something like clear quartz, um, in in terms of its system, yep. um, if if that has a different frequency to something like malachite, which has a different crystal system. Yeah. But I believe, irrespective of what system it falls into, whether it's triagonal or you know, octahedron or whatever. I believe that every single crystal you you do own does vibrate at a different frequency, and it does. I won't say that it's going to change your energy body overnight or change yeah. you overnight, but there is a shift that does happen. Okay. When you work with them. Yeah. Because the interesting thing that I, that I found on that specific night was that the two emotions that virtually vibrate at the lowest level are guilt and shame. And, and I work as an addictions counselor. And one, two things that addicts suffer with the most are guilt and shame. So it suddenly dawned on me that I, I invite that energy into my space on a daily basis over and over again. And I wonder if that 
contributes to me being a relatively tired person and why I, I need, to work, need to work so hard to, 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 to be positive and to, 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 to be okay. Um, so then I spoke to some people whom I know and they said, well, then you need, you need to get yourself some crystals to keep yourself safe. <laughs> and then it came up to me, okay. oh, I know a girl is a crystal healer. I need to speak to her. Hence the fact that I'm talking to you. <laughs> Yes, so, now yes. So, so the, the, the guy who, did, who told me about the crystal that he wears, he says he went into a crystal shop and he spent a lot of time there just basically feeling the crystals and deciding which, which one he resonates, which he felt would work for him. Or is there a certain type of crystal that somebody like I have to wear to, to keep myself safe from that low level in emotional vibration so what i would say is yes through any sort of challenge or obstacle or ailment or disease um, there will always be crystals that someone can recommend you but what i always say to clients to people who just message me friends family everything go into a crystal store and just see what resonates with you. And if you just let go and allow your intuition to take you, you're most likely going to, to pick a crystal that resonates with you so much right now that can offer you, um, I don't want to say clarity, but it kind of offers you a snapshot as to where you are right now and what you can shift okay. in your life. Um, and you find if you go into crystal stores and you speak to owners, especially those who are really invested and involved in their store and their customers and their crystals, a lot of them will tell you that customers will come in, they'll buy, they'll come with a list of what, you know, all they need. Okay, I need this for that and this for that. Yeah. And they'll end up leaving with something that's not on that list. And when they read up about it, they find, oh, but this really does resonate with where I am right okay. now in my life. Okay. So, Yes, I would say if you are feeling drained, it's most likely because you are being affected by that lower vibrations mm. every single day, Freddie. Yeah. For something like that, I would recommend regular clearing. Clear yourself. Um, ground yourself. Um, good suggestions would be, the first one that comes to mind would be selenite, um, which would be a really good cleansing crystal. Okay. And... Um, you could even do black tourmaline, which is really good for energetic protection. And when I say energetic protection or protection, a lot of people think, oh, if I get this, I'm going to have no negativity in my life. Yeah. It does not work that way. It works on an energy level. You still have to be proactive in your own life. Feel what what's sitting on your heart that's not actually yours. Mm. Um, and work to clear it, feel it moving out of your system. And that's where selenite can be really good um, for clearing that that's just not yours and just helping you to let it go sort of back towards the yeah. earth and source to begin transmuting to higher vibrations because it's not, it's not yours. Yeah. Um, but it, it never, ever means when you say, when you say this crystals for protection, it never, ever means you're going to have no negativity, yeah. no problems in your life ever again. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah. Okay. That, that makes sense. And 
Siobhan, what what is a crystal healing um, uh, uh, consultation entail? If I come to you and say I I, I think I need to, to 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 see you for crystal healing, what? It might be a stupid question, but 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 I've got no idea. So guide me and and our listeners through what what to expect if we go that route. Totally not a stupid question. Um, if you if you speak to a crystal healer and you go for a consult, the first thing that they they're probably going to chat to you about what's going on in your life right now. Yeah. And for a lot of people, there is so much going on, and they're involved in so much, and they want to fix so many areas of their yeah. life. And you've kind of then got to you got to sit down and you got to chat with the person and kind of decide on an area where you want to start first. Yeah. Um, yes, we, we all want healing in all the areas of your life or our lives, but the moment you can just start in one place somewhere, that tends to have a ripple effect to yes. the rest of the areas. And if not, you, once, you've, once you've made some relief um, in that first area, you can move on to the next area yeah. and then start working there. Yeah. But for me, when a lot of people speak to me and they're looking for recommendations or they want to come for a session, it's so many people are in a state of absolute, I don't want to say chaos because it sounds so harsh, but it's because we're so busy everywhere. Mm. And now we're like, oh, fuck, what now? So a lot of people just need a little bit of clarity as yeah. to what's going on in their lives yeah. at the moment. That, um, it's a pretty unfortunate when don't people reach all. out to us. Invariably, it's because they are desperate. They don't reach out to us when yeah. they when things are still okay. They reach out to us when they're desperate and they kind of I need I need you to fix me. <laughs> what exactly? And a lot of people, when they come for crystal healing, they think, oh, you know, I've tried everything. Now I'm going to try crystals, and tomorrow my life's going to be different. And yeah. then I've got to like kind of drop the bomb and say to them, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. I can offer you suggestions for every area that you're struggling yeah. with, but. I still need you to be proactive and I need you to take responsibility for yourself and for your power and start working towards your shift. Yeah. You're going to get that piece of malachite tomorrow and you know what? You're not going to be any different the next day just because you had it in your life. Mm. You are the tool. The yeah. crystal just reminds you of that power. So your counseling actually was a perfect uh, a foundation for what your counseling qualification for what you're doing today. I think so. And I really yeah. do believe so. It's not, it's not something that I'm obviously, I'm not actively counseling people, but it has given me sort of, I want to say the tools almost to, to just listen and sometimes to step back and to hear what people are saying. Yeah. Um, I've found with a lot of people that do end up talking to me, I'm, I'm, I'm really good at kind of being able to just step back and say, okay, so I hear that you're feeling confused. It kind of sort of just give them a little bit of clarity. Yeah. And I, I think if I didn't have the counseling background, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have that. Yeah. I wouldn't, you know, someone would come at me feeling chaotic and I'd be like, oh, well, this is, I can't deal with this now. This is too yeah. much. And I don't, I don't often have that feeling. Okay. And once you've listened to, 
to your clients, let's call a spade what it is, to the chaos in their lives, and you've decided what you're going to work on, um, do you prescribe certain crystals that, that, that they should have in their lives? Or, 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 or how do you move forward from, 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 from identifying the problem to a possible solution? So if we do do a session, then um, I do share all the crystals that I use and I do explain to them, you know, um, the significance of what the crystal would mean. And also if there's any guidance that comes through when I'm busy, then I also share that as well. Sometimes when you're busy with someone's energy level, you know, that person is so quiet and sometimes the strangest messages will, will pop out. Um, and when you share that with someone, they were like, oh, well, you know, I have been feeling really emotional. That would kind of explain why you were drawn to using the mm. carnelian there. Um, <clears throat> so, yes, I do share with them the crystals that I use in the sessions um, as well as how I intuitively, why I intuitively chose it. And then I'll also grab one of my resource books and I'll read through that and, and give them some information as well okay. about the crystal. And then obviously it's up to you. If you want to, you're, I mean, more than welcome to go to a crystal store, get those same crystals. You can lay them on your body yourself, mm. um, keep them with you. But it's, it's not like you have to go out now and yeah. get those crystals now if, yes. unless you wanted yeah. to. It's not like a doctor's prescription that you have to leave the doctor's room and go to the pharmacy and get the stuff. <laughs> Not necessarily. Okay. A lot of people do because yeah. they really do connect with the energy and they do feel it mm. different. And they want to feel better. Uh, or different, yeah. shall I say. Exactly. Um, and a lot of the clients that I've worked with do have a sense of, of, of relaxation. Um, and I think that, that, Freddie, that comes down to, because like I said, so many of us are chaotic. And the moment you work with the crystals, the crystals have this tendency to just bring everything back down. Mm and slow it down. So for a lot of people, I think they do go out and they go get the crystals because they kind of want to maintain that connection that they felt during the session. Yeah. Or even during the consult when you talk to someone. You know, I have so many people that do message me and ask for recommendations as well. Okay. Cool. So I have two crystals in my office and I, th I don't know where mm -hmm. I got this one from. Um, I, I can't remember. That looks like rose quartz. Is it like a light right. pink yeah. color? It's definitely yeah. right. that's rose quartz. Um, does this have a healing quality? Rose quartz is. I'm at that stage of my life where I find I am now recommending everybody to get rose quartz. Uh, okay. Whatever problem you've got, go and get rose quartz. Go now. Um, <laughs> rose quartz. <laughs> that, that's kind of, and even at work when I get emails and they ask me, oh, I'm going through this. What can I use? Get rose quartz. Get it. <laughs> um, rose quartz is actually most known for its love properties. A lot okay. of people use it when they are looking to attract love into their lives. I find rose quartz, to me, speaks a lot about slowing down, ah. nurturing, forgiveness. No. Oh. Um, when, when, also, when I say slowing down, I mean with yourself, just yeah. to give yourself that that slowing down gentleness. Yeah. Um, and also quite often gratitude. 
Okay. Rose Quartz speaks a lot to me also about just being grateful for yourself yeah. and what you have cool. to offer and what's in your heart, which we, we don't stop and do quite okay. often. So it's definitely a good thing for me to have in my counseling room. So that, that, that will stay. I would say so, yes. What on earth is this? Um, tell me if you look at the determinations, the little points on it. Yeah. How many sides does it have? How many signs? Sides. Yeah, like um, um uh, let me show you. Do I have something here? Okay, yeah. No, that's a bad example. Okay, it, no, this can it, work. It looks like three. So if you look at like this, yeah. oh god, right there yeah, we go. I can see. You can see if I if I turn it, it's yeah. going to be blurry, but it's got six sides. Yes, I see. Basically. Yeah. So the ones so that I can if see. If that one yeah, had. They look like four, actually. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Yeah, it looks like four. One, two, yeah, it's four. I wonder if that's maybe not a piece of apophyllite. What? <laughs> apophyllite? <laughs> <laughs> what, what the hell apophyllite is that? Apophyllite. <laughs> apophyllite is actually known as. The Reiki stone. I just get a feeling it's a apophyllite. I don't think that's clear quartz. Okay. Those little terminations look just too small to be clear quartz to me. Okay. Um, apophyllite is known as the Reiki stone. Okay. It's got a very high vibration to it. For you, because you obviously work with clients one-on-one -on -one and in distance, Apophyllite would be really good for that because it's awesome. really good for distance healing as well. Okay, awesome. And so healing to me, healing to me is, is not just crystal healing. It's, you know, when you talk to someone, when you listen to someone, yeah. that is part of healing. And I believe we all are in some ways a healer. Fantastic. So these two are welcome guests in my counseling room. I would say so. Awesome. And I would say even the apophyllite might also be really good for, for, for harmony, to bring that feeling feelings of harmony out awesome. into the space. Cool. Good, 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 good. Now, I heard once somewhere that one needs to clean your crystals, wash them. Is that true? <laughs> okay, there is. I'm one of those people that, I have such a diverse answer to this, and it, uh, sometimes it irritates people, but I'm, I'm going to be frank with you. Traditionally, and what most people, um, I don't want to say preach, more like um, teach or recommend, they would say yes to clear your crystals energetically. Okay. I do agree with that, because when you clear your crystal energetically, you're kind of wiping the slate clean and allowing that okay. crystal to return to its optimal frequency yes. but there are some people and i know some of these people who never clean their crystals at all and they work just fine for them okay so if clearing works for you definitely keep on doing it if it doesn't at all and you feel like it's a bunch of boo-ha and your crystals work just fine whether you clear them or not then continue with that okay um, and how does it clear a crystal i, I clear them and uh, what do I do okay, so to firstly, clear them? Someone, I don't know who told you to wash them, but that is only half of the story. Okay. Okay? Actually, the, 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 what Some I heard is you need, to, you need to, 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 to take them to the sea. And, 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 and 
it needed to be in the sea. That that that's what I heard. In the sea water. Yeah. I I have the biggest problem with that water <laughs> and salt, and the sun are my three. I don't hate them, but they're just, they're such harsh clearing methods. Okay. Um, some people will so go I'm, and I'm take a piece a no. of selenite. <laughs> you can, you can use salt, water, or the sea, but not for all crystals. Okay. Some people will take a piece of selenite. Yeah. Which you can't see me do this now, but I can scratch this with my fingernail and make quite a mark on it. Okay. Oh, wow. They'll take it and they'll wash it. Yeah. They'll wash it in seawater and then they will email, you know, either me, myself or me at work. And they'll say, oh, my selenite now is no longer shiny. It's all like rough and, and caca. Yeah. And I'll be like, well, what did you do? Mm. And then they will say, I washed it in the sea. And I'll be like, no, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> so, Salt and water can be quite harsh. Okay. I'm not saying don't don't ever use those methods. Um, just be cautious when you do. Don't go and give the crystal a whole scrub down in salt and yeah. that type of thing. Um, my favorite way is to use sound. I love using sound. It's quick. And to be honest with you, I think I get more out of a sound clearing session than my crystals do. I think they probably are cleared in a minute, but I'm going at it with my sound okay. while having the time of my life. Okay. Um, other great methods is smudging using smoke. Um, okay. A lot of people use the moon, the full or the new moon. Um, also really great. Um, the sun is another good method. But it's another one of those you need to be cautious with because the sun can fade crystals. Okay. Um, you asked what it involved. How does one clear your crystals? Simply the act of saying this crystal is now cleared is actually all you really need okay. because our words are powerful. But because we as humans do not believe what we say materializes, mm. we need the ritual. Okay. So there's various you know, methods that you can use for clearing. I always tell people no crystal has one specific method that's best for it. Okay. But you need to figure out for you what is best for you, what makes the ritual of clearing your yeah. crystal fun and okay. enjoyable. <laughs> and you use that method to start clearing. Oh, cool. Because what happened was I was still with my ex and we went away for a weekend to the sea. And a friend of ours came out of her room with a huge rose quartz, like in a brick size. Mm. And another friend looked up at her and he said, oh, my God, I thought I packed a lot of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was so funny. So I will never forget that. She said, well, I need to go and wash this in the sea to, to, to re-energize it or to cleanse it. So, um, so that's how I will always remember that apparently crystals need to be washed in the sea. But Shubhan... I still wanted to go to the whole Madonna route with you as well, but we're out of time. So I, th I love this. This was so much fun. Thank you so much for, for talking to me. I'm going to ask you a last question. And so as a crystal healer and, and as a, 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 a mandala, what do you, you create mandalas? Yes, I call myself an oracle mandala creator. Awesome. But that's just a fa that's just a fancy word for I draw mandalas that has an affirmation on it. Okay, cool. And do you 
do you still connect to to the source is your connection with the source how is it today and 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 are your practices a, a, a way of of connecting with the source very much so i think I won't say it, it's definitely different from when I was a teenager and when I was a child. It's it's evolved as I've evolved, and I think that my connection with Source is now much stronger than it ever was when I was I was you know younger. I don't feel like, but you know, before I was always like they, they felt to me like a disconnection. Yeah, and now i sort of feel like the universe does have my back i might not always understand all the shit that happens <laughs> or agree with it for that absolutely day. but i i do feel like they're, they're there they've got my awesome. back or oh, source has my back whatever yeah. so cool yeah that's and i everything i use from my crystals to you know my drawing i i meditate and i hear is there any guidance for me you know before okay. i start drawing um so everything I use or, or I do is somewhere rooted in my connection to source, oh, awesome. shall I say. Cool. Siobhan, thank you so, so very much. I love this chat. It was something completely different for me, but I found it very interesting. And thanks for the info on my crystals. So I'm definitely going to keep them where, where they are. They seem to be exactly where they need to be. I wish you all of the best. Now, I normally Thank give you. my guests a little bracelet, but seeing that we're in isolation, I can't get a bracelet to you. I'm going to send you a PDF no. copy of my latest book, um, Life Anon, a 12-step okay. guide for non-addicts. So you will receive that in your inbox in the next day or two, just as a thank you gift for being okay. a guest on Meet Me in the Field. And have a wonderful rest of your Thanks. day and stay safe and healthy during the lockdown and give a hug to that man of yours cool i definitely will and thank you for having me freddie i'm always if you want to do another episode we can talk all about mandalas oh lord we, we can do it I, we I'm might down. just go um, that go that route because they do fascinate me i must say and i don't think i know what they are and, and why they exist so so i think there's a lot of knowledge for me to build on just as i built my knowledge on crystals today i will definitely look at the crystal shop differently when yes. i walk when i walk in there or past there next time no i always walk past them i think this time i'll actually go in <laughs> so yeah i think that's a great idea i think just 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 take a step in and see what happens absolutely i'll do that thing look after yourself see ya bye thank, thank you, you. freddie bye I always find it interesting to hear how life makes fascinating twists and turns with us, but we always end up where we need to be. Siobhan studied counselling, but made many a turn before she ended in the healing field again, this time living her passion. Exactly the same happened to me. I studied psychology, but after many a turn in various different industries, I ended back up doing counselling when I came into recovery. I'm happy to hear her journey and I wish Yvonne all of the best on her healing endeavors. If you want to know more about what I do, please feel free to connect with me on my website, which is www.freddy.org.za or find me on Facebook at either Meet Me in the Field or Freddy Counselor or on Twitter at at Freddy or Instagram at Freddy Counselor. Remember that Freddy is always spelt with an IE at the end. Thank you for listening. Be safe. Bye.